Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of O. Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where the band O. Jeremiah literally just talks. This week on the podcast, we talk about taking a vacation. And I don't know if you're into this. We do a lot of talk about writing. We talk a lot about creativity and what motivates us. It is a really great episode that we had a lot of fun making. But an important note here is that we're going to be taking the rest of the month off. Uh, We're going on vacation for the first time as a couple since we've been married and literally since we've been together as a couple. Uh, So we we will be back. We just need a little bit of time to rethink the podcast and just to take a break, to refuel, get energized all over again. And if you want to extend this conversation, head over to Patreon. We talk about the new stand-up special. Well, I don't even know if you can call it a stand-up special. We talk about the new hour of comedy from Bo Burnham. It is called Inside. It's on Netflix. And I ha- we have very mixed feelings on the issue. But it is a great conversation that can only be heard on our Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash ojeremiah or just type in ojeremiahtalks.com and it'll get you there. We also have a ton of exclusive music and we have um, unreleased videos. Like we have so much over on Patreon. So check that out, especially uh, to get you through the the vacation, if I, if I may say so. So here we go. Ojeremiah Talks, another episode and then we're going to the beach. See you there. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I know we can't together. Yeah. Summer vacation starts right this second. Everyone says it starts like uh, Memorial Day weekend. That kind of signals we're in summer mode. Yeah. Which I get that. Can you clink your drink with me to, to signify the podcast started? Yeah, that wasn't. Here, wait. That's a very, like, drinky sound. Nice. My oh, ice is melted. <laughs> your ice is melted. It doesn't sound like a drinky sound. We got whiskey sour mix to... We felt like we... This is so weird. But I felt like we needed a uh, intimate COVID vibe tonight. Because yeah. we have been pouring ourselves into a lot of areas lately. And I feel like we just needed a night where it felt like... Because the beginning of COVID was a little bit romantic. It was really romantic. Do you I know think what I'm it, saying? Yeah, I think it was like a lover's dream of like, <laughs> there is no world out there. There's only it's us. us. It's just us. Take your shirt dog. off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I took it in a different direction that I wasn't even prepared to go in. Okay. So, and w- I think today... You made it weird, babe. I, I'm, I'm all right with it. Uh, today, specifically, we felt far away from each other, I think. Yeah, I feel like we had a good conversation, though. I hate being called out for doing something wrong. I hate when you do things wrong. So it's like it's <laughs> so, like a lot, you know. So we've got to fix it. we got to fix it. No. But it led to a good conversation. It led to a good conversation. And it, it? Re- it, it reminded me that, like, there was an era a year ago where all we had was each other and our dog. And that's all we could do. That was it. Yeah. Now it's just there's so many, so many things going on around us. And it's so hard because... It like the the nagginess of the world is coming back, but we still don't have shows. Like it, it's <laughs> still like the thing that like makes it all kind of like pop, or it makes it like worth it. Yeah, we still don't get to do. It's still impossible. Well, it's um, we're slowly doing it. Yeah, it's slowly. Someone I saw someone today that I had I I never really like. 
I wouldn't say I was ever like close friend. I was never friends with her, but we had a good conversation today, just like catching up. And she was like, well, what's, how are y'all doing? Like, are you doing shows? Like, and I was like, our life is just looking a lot different. Could, it could not be more upside down than what it was. We're just like, we're still kind of adjusting to that. Yeah. I feel like it, babe, our lives are, it just feels like, it feels like they change a lot, but also change it's like really good for like growth and just like a, a lot of personal things in a good way, like grow from that. Yeah. But it's still just incredibly hard to, to change so much. Yeah. But I feel I, like I'm in a season that's like never ending and as a never ending changing season, if that makes sense. Yeah. One of the things that I, I think change does a really good job for me is I use my time in a, in a wiser way where like last night you had a thing and I had the night to myself. If I'm just like doing the mundane every day, whatever, I would have put on Frasier and just watch reruns and like turn my brain off. But I wanted to watch something new. Yeah. So I watched The Master, which is a movie I've always wanted to watch. But and I made nev- it happen. Yeah. And I made it happen. And it's because like my time feels valuable now. Where before I felt like, oh, I'm young. I can do anything at any time. It's fine. Just like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But now I realize that like your time is a very valuable commodity. Like yeah. I feel like we're – I used to always say, oh, you're alive for 20 minutes and that's all you get. But it's really felt that way recently. How so? It just – it feels like it's freaking June. You feel like it's just going so fast. It feel like it's going so fast. Yeah, it has been feeling fast over the last six months or so. Because anytime someone says, oh, that remember at Christmas, I'm like, that was 20 minutes ago and also a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like it's, it's the time time shifting in that COVID way kind of uh, kind of mess me up, I think. Yeah, it kind of reset the clocks on how we viewed time. Yeah, I think so, too. So the change has been really good. I love that we do have shows coming up. I love that writing has been really good. On a consistent note, we do the podcast every week. We do the podcast every week. And today we decided we need to take a break. So after today... It's just healthy to take breaks on things. And we're not good about doing that on here. Well, it it's, it's healthy. So we're going to take uh, until we get back from Miami vacation off. So when... I think it's three weeks. I think it's three weeks. We're going to take three weeks off, which I think is a really good amount of time. We will be back on the 13th. No, the 14th is the Wednesday. Oh, that's actually. That's a long. I mean, it's a long. It's a long time for us. That's like a month off. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, But we've been doing this podcast for two years. We've never taken more than a week and a half off. So it's like I, I think it's a necessary recharge, like take a step back from the podcast see what we want more of see what we want less of totally i mean it's not that it's like the most taxing thing ever but there does come a time where we're like oh shoot we haven't watched a new piece of content this week like do we need to do that really quick but then it just becomes what it is and it's fine but there definitely is some like there's something to putting a rest on anything that you're doing in life yeah because i listen i all i listen to are podcasts like all the time like and I'll listen and it'll be, I was listening to one where it's similar. It's just like a guy and a girl and they talk for like three hours. Yeah. And he was like, do I, do we take a break? And she's like, what are we taking a break from? We have like the best job in the world. And he was like, yeah, but mentally, shouldn't we recharge to give people our best at this? And I think that's what, I think that's what I mean. Yeah. Because I've always been scared of a break. And I never want breaks. Yeah. In my life. 
It's not. That's true. It, it's but not just the podcast. Why in did my, you go for it today then when I recommended it? Because I feel like I need a break in my life as a whole. Yeah. I've never needed more of a vacation than just, I do right now. Because it's going very fast. Because everything is going really fast. I want to... I, I had a I had a, a revelation today. At the beginning of COVID, I had all of these like grand visions of what I wanted to do with my life yeah. outside of music. Yeah. Because, you know, music's all I've ever wanted since I was 11. And I have these other things that I want to accomplish. But at the beginning of COVID, all those things felt like denial and grief to me. Like I had all these grand visions and really I thought, oh, I can do those things because I'm really sad right now and I'm looking for a way out of being sad or whatever. Yeah. But I still have those desires a year and a half later and, you know, a lifetime later. It's not just COVID, but it has nothing to do with grief now. Yeah. It's legitimately just, oh, I want to make space for those things. Yeah. And specifically Patreon and the podcast has shown us the value of having like an oj thing on a weekly basis 100 percent. yes it makes it present it makes it current and very a part of our lives but at the same time two years is a long time to not take a real break totally so I, we need to just go out lay on a beach get get our head right and mm -hmm. then come back and bring a better mindset to the podcast i'm actually curious if i need to do it with teaching too <laughs> i'm kind of this is making me think that can i ask you a question you talk about like valuing your time yeah what do you feel what do you what areas of your life do you feel like you do a good job of valuing end of sentence oh <laughs> sorry that, 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 that know, didn't have sorry. the cadence of the end of a sentence i get that my mornings are great i do really good in the morning so what are you valuing in the morning I feel like I do a really good job valuing writing and I do a really good job valuing working out. And I know anytime I bring up working out, people will like no, totally tone, it's okay. tone, tune out. I don't eye roll anymore. Um, I'm just kidding. But you're sitting like a frog again. Uh, we're back I mean, to COVID. We're back to COVID. So writing for me, if you're, if you're listening to this and you are a creative person, you either know or you are looking for the systems you need to do your job well. And I learned early on because I'm a morning person, I write best when it's the first thing I do. You actually write best whenever we're on the way out the door to an event. Yes. And like scientifically, that's a different thing. That is like legitimately my inner critic doesn't have time to tell me I suck because I don't have time for it. Uh, also, yes, I agreed. But also, if you did not put in the work in the morning, I don't know that those times would actually happen. Well, so the morning, my writing process is way more uh, journaling. System, like kind of like a system. Yeah, it's it's way more therapeutic. It's like I'm journaling, I'm reading, I'm just brain dumping. And those, I'm setting myself up for the rest of the day. In case you have a window where you can just write. Yes. So to me, if I don't write two hours a day, which doesn't sound like a lot. But that's yeah, a lot. It does. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it it could sound like a lot or it could sound like a little. You know, like yeah. if you're writing as a full time job, two hours is like the easiest day of work ever. Okay. But for me, somebody that has to like still have a day job and still has to like do all these other things I'm trying to do, like two hours is very generous. That's like a good amount of time to write. Yeah. So in the morning, the first thing I do, I make coffee before I even eat. I'm, I've got pen to paper. 
you know? Yeah. And I'm journaling. Do you drink coffee on an empty stomach? I do. And I know you and your nutrition background, background, you think that's bad, but for me. Not for everyone. Uh, and I don't, I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even think it's good for me. Yeah, I don't think it's great. No, no. Are you drinking water first? Uh, I do. I've gotten into the habit of drinking water first. Cool. But for me, it's wake up as fast as you can, mm-hmm. put pen to paper, because the pain of not writing will always hurt worse than the pain of being tired mm-hmm. for me specifically. Okay. And that sounds like a super Tony Robbins thing, but it works for you, though. It works for me. That's okay. And. Like this week, I had a I had a chorus idea that came from three days of writing, and you heard it hit finally. Like you came in here and you like you found it, and that was three days of work to find that one chorus. Right, and it was of showing up constantly. Of showing up constantly, writing garbage. Like as much as I didn't want it to be garbage, it was garbage. You don't get as mad at yourself as you used to for writing quote garbage. I don't. And the, the reason why... You used to beat yourself up for that. I used to beat myself up. And the reason why I don't now is because I see that garbage is the mountain that gold can rest on. Oh, my gosh. Like, I legitimately think that. No, I know. And I think I think that's good. And I think that's cool that you... When do you think that you switch? Because I, know, I just realized that, that you don't think that anymore. I think I switch... When did that switch for you? I heard, a, I heard John Mayer in an interview say something similar where it's like, I show up every day. He, he, he used a hunting metaphor where he was like, you show up to hunt every day and, and most days you don't see anything. You don't get a kill ever until the one day you do. And it's like, you got to show up if you want to make the kill. Yeah. Even though that sometimes you don't get to eat. And I like that metaphor a lot. But for me, it, it, it doesn't do the justice of like the chorus idea that we're talking about, let's let's call it the shiny chorus because that's so to get to shiny chorus, I had that idea, but shiny chorus wasn't nearly as good. Right. But I knew there was something there, but it I was hoping that the thing that was there was better than what it was at the time. And I kept stacking those garbage ideas up until the shiny chorus was good. And that just goes to show that like there is so much beauty in revision and there's so much beauty in like, Hey, just because it's not good yet doesn't mean that this can't be good in a minute because like any first draft could get thrown out if you're not careful. Do you think maybe you just at one point, and I don't mean this as an insult. I'm just like noticing this in like your maturity as a songwriter. Like I'm thinking back to whenever we first met. Yeah. Do you think at one point you were taking all of your garbage to the finish line because you felt like it was all what it needed? Like you were like, "Oh, this is obviously it's great because like I I wrote it." Uh, I that's a good question. Uh, there are songs I listen back to, and I'm like, "Dude, if you would have spent a little bit more time on this, this would have been great." Okay. But in the early the early days of OJ. I was I wasn't familiar enough with writing to know that it's not always easy, but sometimes it is easy. And just because it is doesn't mean it's always got to be that way. For instance, right. I wrote Happy Now in the time it took to sing Happy Now. It is the right. fastest song I've ever written. And a lot of people say that's our best song. And I disagree, but okay. no, no, that's fine. Uh, Happy Now, Mississippi, I'm yours. Yeah. 
I wrote in, I think I wrote them in the same day. And Pretty Boy. And Pretty Boy, I wrote really quickly too. Yeah. I mean, there's still like. Uh, I see. You're saying from the yeah, old Yeah, I wrote Liza on our bed. Like, that's what the line, uh, I, Liza sleeps in a queen size bed. I wrote you, were it. Were you in like, the, what size is this? <clears throat> yeah. The song changed a lot, but I wrote the song no, in like an hour. Yeah. But, I'm just wondering like how you, because you write a lot now and like maybe a third of them get to production. Yes. I would, I would, that I is a like very it, generous fraction. Yeah. I feel like in the past, so we'll say like a fifth of them. Yeah. But maybe in the past, you were doing like half to like three-fourths of them. Well, I will say this. Right. I write way more now. I think back then, I you wrote— You were like panicking. You were confusing productivity with, oh, this has to be it. Yes. and Because I, I, I did it. Yeah. The book that kind of changed the way I look at it is The War of Art. Because I didn't look at writing like a job. I only wrote when I felt, quote, inspired. Yeah. <clears throat> but— now I see that like there's value in writing every day. There's there's value in journaling every day, even if no one you're and you were such an advocate of this. Whenever we first met, you were like, "Why don't you write more for yourself? You don't have to write something for the world to see." I'm a big yeah. I'm you're a big advocate of that, and yeah. I would always be like, uh, "What's the point of writing if no one reads it?" And you're like, uh, "How about this, you egomaniac?" <laughs> <laughs> but it. I learned through that, like, there's a there's the idea of writing for myself. And if there's something that nags at me so much that I think people need, like, this is something that people would enjoy, I, I switch it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll write for myself until I feel like, oh, this needs to live elsewhere, if that makes sense. Did you? <laughs> yeah, it does. Sorry. Noodles tripped and fell the other day, and she keeps messing, messing with uh, where she fell. And I just don't want her to keep messing with it. Unrelated, who who was watching her when she fell? <laughs> just kidding Jeremiah so yeah I'm I'm if, if we're doing vacation I, I really I'm really looking forward to writing a lot I plan on bringing my computer to the beach and writing at the beach I you know it's great and what I keep thinking about Miami babe we're less than a month away yeah no I know but can I just say something that I'm very excited about is that I don't have hardly any expectations for the trip me too because we, we talked about... I can picture myself in an outfit. Is that weird? No, no. That's great. But other than that... It's no, It's just... I just... It's just It's just a blur in the most amazing way. Uh, we had talked about going salsa dancing. And we were going to learn how to salsa dance. We were going to go salsa dancing. Wait, is dance. that not happening anymore? So here, here's what I told you. Like... We if, don't want to put pressure on it. I don't want to put pressure on it because that sounds romantic. And that sounds like... Uh, we will have wanted to say that we saw Stance in Miami the first time we went to Miami as a married couple. Yeah. But when I think about what I want Miami to be, salsa dancing sounds like a work function at a, at a vacation event. I'd like to learn how. Yes. Again. And if it, it comes up. There was a up, season in my life where I learned how to. Yes. But it was like a very, it was the summer that I met you actually. Yeah. And I learned, like I feel like I genuinely learned the basics. But then I didn't do anything with it after that summer. And I think we would enjoy it a great deal. Yeah. Uh, but you would. I I think it depends if on you how knew much... it was a learning environment. Yes. As opposed to like just throwing you into a club and like just well, doing it. And in my mind, because that does st kind of stress me out too. In my mind, no one that goes salsa dancing is not a professional salsa dancer. Like we're about to go to like 
salsa R us or something. And yeah. we're all going to be like chilling, dancing. And I'm going to be like left, right. I know, I kind of did that. And then the people ne- to the right and left are going to be like jumping off the ceiling because they're amazing Just dancers. Just like spinning and... Yeah. yeah, and I'm not, you know, I, I don't think that that would be a great time for me. But for whatever reason, you have an experience with salsa dancing where you think that would be like a room. And maybe that just needs to be my only experience. Maybe so. But if it comes up, like maybe you make me a whiskey sour and you're like, hey, what if we salsa dance to the soundtrack of Friends? And then it's like, no one told you life. And then we're like salsa dancing. That's great. I'm Mm. into it. But when I think of Miami, what I want to do is turn my brain off and, and achieve rest in a way that I know is possible that I cannot let myself do here because I've convinced myself that my time is only valuable if I'm producing something. You still think that? I still think, and it it is a lie that I'm constantly trying to unlearn. Are you fighting it Thursday through Sunday? Every week? Every week, yeah. Like, And you don't... Even, oh, sorry, when I say producing, I don't mean like producing records. I mean like producing anything. Like a thing oh, that okay, I... okay, okay. Because I was yeah. going to say, I don't think you act on it a ton, which is maybe good. No, 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 no. And, and I don't have that. What I mean is like, uh, if I'm not writing a song, I'm wasting time. If I'm not starting a business, I'm wasting time. Like that... Oh. Remember in COVID, yeah. whenever there was like a section of the internet that was like, we make sourdough now. And then there was this other side that was just like, if you're not start- starting your side hustle, you're wrong kind of thing. I know. I always get guilt trips from from those. Even though I don't even You always internalize those? I always internalize that. Okay. Like anytime we're like sitting on the couch just chilling, I'm like I what could I be doing better with my time right now? Even though I know when I'm 100 years old looking back, that is not the stuff that I'm going to be like I'm so glad that I stopped watching TV and I went, you know, like Yeah. I just I I'm prone to Idle shame. Idle as in like idling. Like I'm not moving. I'm prone to that. Oh. And I want to get better about just like, no, no, there's a difference between being idle and being resting. And I want to rest more on this vacation. I think you will. Yeah. And I do a good job of that when I'm on vacation. I, yeah, I would agree with that. You you almost didn't though. Yeah. Because I was, because Jeremiah, we never vacation. We have not been on a vacation without our instruments in our marriage. In our relationship. In our relationship. The very first trip you and I took was to Cape May, New Jersey for a singer-songwriters festival. Yes. and I. And it was I, a great time, but it was music-related. It was music-related, and it's time to not do that. Yeah. It's time to unplug and let the last year of our lives uh, wash away into the Miami Beach. I'm I'm like I'm so excited. I think that's a great time. I think that's a great idea. Are you looking forward to it? I am looking forward to it. Hey, and when do we need to schedule our shuttle? Uh, maybe like off the podcast. Sure. Yeah, you you want to look it up right this second? Mm, I'm just being sure we're not going to miss it. No, it's great. Okay, well, why don't you tell me? I have so many things that I'm super into this week. Do you really? I really do. Like, I have a t- I have three things that I'm super into this week. Do you okay. want me? Do you want me to go first? Um, no, it's okay. I can go. Okay. Um, there's a new podcast that I've been in. It's not new. She actually hasn't, she hasn't posted a podcast in a long time, but I've been catching up on it. You think she died? Babe. I I don't even know who you're talking about. It's the Keto Lifestyle with Jessica Ty. Okay. And I'm not necessarily, like, I'm, I would say I'm like. Because you don't identify as keto. 
Whoa. Yeah, but it's like I Whoa. kind of am. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. But I am a little bit. We had grilled cheese sandwiches for breakfast. I said a little bit. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um. So, yeah. Speaking of, they were great. And I feel like that was a perfect window for you to compliment them and you didn't. But. You're the one that... You... Jeremiah, stop. Okay. Okay. Um, no, the reason I like it is because she is a NTP graduate student. Or she's an NTP grad. Which that is has the her own business, in. which is the program I'm in. Yep. And she has her own business and she works out of Ohio, which is like a red state. And I'm like learning so much about. You're going to have to explain what that means. Because Ohio, it, every time you say that, I think you're saying, and she's a nutritionist and Republican, oh, even sorry. though that's not what it means. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant a red state in regards to nutrition laws. So she has a lot of restrictions in her state, I believe. Because I think it's not red and blue. It's red, orange, and green. It's right? red, yellow, green. Yeah. Red, yellow, green. So she has ultimate restrictions on practicing nutrition. Yeah. Great clarifier. Sorry yes. about that. No. Um, but I was thinking of my nutrition episodes on Patreon and the, and I go into that. Yeah. So sorry, I didn't catch it up here. Yeah. Anyway, so, but I'm just really inspired by her because I'm learning a lot from her in regards to what my business is going to look like whenever I graduate. Yeah. And I think it's that's not great. necessarily that I'm listening to it for keto tips, which I mean, still, it's very interesting. Like I love hearing about that because I'm sort of keto. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I'm just learning a lot from her and she goes to like, she's constantly educating herself, which I really love. Yeah. And that's something that I really want to lean into whenever I graduate because I'm almost halfway done with the program and I'm like really sad about it. Yeah. Cup half full. Do you need to cry? No, I'm, it's going to be a bummer when it's over. Yeah. But I I feel like there's still like this specifically for you. It feels like you're like the runway is a lot longer than you think it is. Like, there's going to be a lot more learning to do. You're just getting... This is the hand-holding part of learning. Yeah. Like, your journey of, like, figuring this out is going to be, like, a lot longer, I think. In a good way. That yeah. sounds like That sounds like I'm... Part of me wonders if I should, like, keep in touch with my classmates on, like, a scheduled basis. <laughs> yeah, like, starting class 2.0 or something? Yes. Yeah. No, I think that's great. But, yeah. Well, Go ahead. So... Uh, I'm into. Let me let me list the three things I'm into. Three. I know. I'm very sorry. I've talked a lot on this Are podcast. Are you sad that I didn't take Buck Mason because I got a Buck Mason tea? No, I love that you even considered Buck Mason. So, I didn't. So no, no. Uh, well, enough to remember that you didn't consider it. Uh, so sure. Aaron tagged me in this thing on Instagram. Buck Mason is my favorite clothing brand. They do like a lot of American-made T-shirts, but they also have like really classy basics. And I, do, I was not into fashion until I found Buck Mason. And then you found your style. And then I found my style, and now I'm like, I re- every time they post anything, I get excited about it. Anyway, uh, Aaron tags me in this thing, and then I re-tag it, and I'm I say something like, "I love at Buck Mason." And then they slide into my DMs, and then I slide into their DMs. And the conversation went on for like 12 minutes. Really? And I really enjoyed myself. What was it about? Uh, it was basically about their fall line. <laughs> because I told... Did you ask questions? I, uh, I, I asked questions. I sent pictures. Babe. I did. Of what? Of me in their clothing. No, you didn't. I did. Because our last photo shoot, no, I was wearing didn't. nothing but Buck Mason. And uh, they were like, just wait till the fall lineup hits. But to be honest, you were waiting for them to send you something for free. I I mean, it wouldn't have hurt. Like, I would have enjoyed myself had they been like, hey, here's a T-shirt or something. Yeah. But because there's nothing better. To me, if I worked at a company 
and there was like, and I was like talking to someone like, oh my gosh, this person has a lot of our clothes. Okay. We should make sure that they always have our clothes by giving them a little bit so they feel special. I think that they saw all of your pictures and they saw that you convinced your wife to buy one of their. And they were like, oh, they're we, like, he, he's fine. We don't need to convince <laughs> that's him That's probably of true. That's probably true. Yeah, I think you're fine in there. I think you're fine. Yeah, no, I think that's that's probably true. Okay, so what's your first thing? Okay, the first thing I'm super into, <laughs> uh, the TV show Hacks on HBO Max. Oh, you are. I am because into. We went it. back and forth. We went back and forth. I Hacks is a show. It's got Gene Smart. We love Gene Smart. We love Gene Smart. We love her. She is she favorite is, character on second second favorite character on Mirror of Easttown. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite reoccurring characters in Frasier. She was in the new Watchmen HBO series. She's had a great oh, yeah. run with HBO Max. Uh, but she's in that show and she's really great. But she's one of like, she. there's a bunch of actress, actresses and actors like her that anytime I see them, I know it's going to be a good show because they are only in good things. Okay. So Hacks is the story of this like Lucille Ball um no, Joan Rivers is probably a better example. Joan Rivers-esque comedian that is... Uh, she's kind of losing steam on her career. Yeah, she's like a legacy com- comic. and She's very old school. And she takes on this young Gen Z writer to like up her like newness level. And it's it's 10 episodes. They're 30 minutes each. And it's it's on HBO Max. I the reason why the whole show wasn't about it is because we weren't moved by it enough to be like we gotta talk about this. Like when we go on to Patreon in a few minutes, we're gonna talk about Bo Burnham's new special, and that affected you deeply. That affected me very deeply. <laughs> like Hacks was just like I don't know if I'll remember watching that in ten years. I think that's I think that's fair. I love comedy, and I love shows about comedy. And the other thing, I don't think there are enough comedy shows anymore. Yeah, I I love a peep into life like that. Like Marvelous Miss Maisel. That was cool. Yeah. To me, it was like Marvelous Miss Maisel if the jokes were a little bit funnier. Yeah, some of the lines really cracked me up. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, there was like a little bit too much L.A. culture in it for me to yeah. like super enjoy it. But Gene Smart had some moments in the show and I even told you I was like this like that moment was worth the last three episodes to me she had a couple of like short monologues that really meant a lot to me as well yeah and I think it's very good if you like if you identify 